0: Hey, you, my entrepreneurial friend of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design, because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified Master Coach and Human Behaviour Specialist, as well as being a qualified Human Design Coach, and I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions, who am I, why am I here, and what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk all about connection charts, which is when we have two designs come together to create an aura. Of the relationship, so that is pretty exciting. Before we jump in, I just quickly want to remind you if you're keen to know more about my human design shadow program that's going to kick off next year, just jump down to the show notes and get on to the waitlist because it will be a game changer. The other thing that you might want to get on to as well is the mastermind waitlist. We have just finished up the last one for the year. I am just a little bit devo. I miss them all so much when it's over. But what I absolutely love is the powerful human beings that they all become through the process of the mastermind. Not only can they transform their lives, and they do before my eyes, but they can do it for others. So many of my students end up running their own human design business or integrating it into an already um, you know, successful business. So if you're keen to know more or when the doors are open or anything, please jump on the wait list. It is a game changer. Okay. So let's talk about relationships. It is relationships month in HDX, which is my membership. If you don't know, again, the link is in the show notes. If you want to know more about the membership and we have just had an amazing. class on relationships and we've gone super deep, it was just amazing, completely ran out of time Um, but you know it was just fantastic. So what I thought I would do is I would give you an overview here. So if you want to understand how your chart comes together in relationship, whether it's with your nearest and dearest or your kids or your boss, how your energy works together with one other person, well this is your go-to for it. So, once you have your connection chart, which you can get, I use um, genetic matrix, but you can get them from all sorts, then what you're going to get is you're going to get um, a human design that looks a little bit different. You're going to get an actual chart for your relationship. So, this is the aura. This is the design of the relationship. It's what's consistent and reliable, same as an individual chart. So, whatever's colored in is consistent and reliable, and then whatever is open is an area specifically in relationship for growth when two auras come together even if they have let's say two undefined solar plexus if they come together and um, let's say someone has the gate 49 and the other one has the gate 19 they create a channel which is called in that specific one is an electromagnetic uh, which means that there is a defined solar plexus for that relationship okay so in relationship you will have uh, an emotional wave so when the two charts come together it's the same as an individual chart the de- whatever's defined is the way that 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 relationship that couple will be perceived externally of the relationship how people see you and um, interact with you as a relationship. And then the undefined centres is <clears throat> how you take in the world. You amplify and reflect back. Uh, now, this will, what will be important from a relationship point of view is that this is our area of growth, okay? So let's just have a look at A centres first. So with human design, I'm going to go with the old school lingo, language. It's pretty rubbish, but I do feel like it's the most standard I think my opinion is that unfortunately, too many people are changing the language. I mean, I love that Karen Curry Parker is doing it with this great intention to basically raise the vibration of the language. I think that's awesome. However, I do feel like there's a level of confusion because a lot of people are putting their own spin on it. um, And yeah, and I think that human design is already quite complicated. So for me, um, my choice is that I'm going to stick with the old school language, even though I don't love it. So we have kind of the the auras or the types of uh, connections when they come together. Okay, so we have the 9 and 0, nowhere to go. The 8 and 1, have some fun. The 7 and 2, what to do the six and three, leave it be, the five and four, out the door. I mean, seriously, the quality of that language, right? But basically what it's saying is that if you have a nine and O, that means all your centers are defined together within a relationship. And what, the, what they're implying with the nowhere to go is that if you have a 9 and 0 what that means is it's all consistent and reliable there's no undefined centers so no obvious significant growth area so often these people will either be just super harmonious or they just kind of ca- can't kind of can't coexist they are going to need their own life their own independence their own things outside of the relationship that help them grow they get on get them on a growth journey Either way, I have stories of how these work beautifully, and I have stories of how this does, you know, has isn't very harmonious. Again, each individual, how you express your design and your relationship, is up to you too. Then <clears throat> we have the eight and one. Have some fun, eight and one. Have some fun in the old school human design. They'll say like, this is the one that you want. <laughs> It's like saying that Pisceans should only be with Cancerians or Scorpios. Like, it's just not true. Um, There's probably a lot that supports it. It makes it easier because you have one area of growth. Now, one of the big assumptions that kind of bothers me now because people are sticking with this assumption as we raise our consciousness is that something like eight and one, they're saying, like, well, there's one area of growth. Well, yes, there is one area of growth. However, what they're really saying is when couples were really unconscious, they would unconsciously fall their focus to this particular center and grow together. Now today, and especially if you're listening to this podcast, you are going to be consciously in a relationship, meaning that you are going to consciously choose the areas that you focus on to grow the relationship. So everything after eight and one... Um, seven and two six and three so on and so forth what is happening is that unconsciously if you're unconscious the areas of focus i.e the undefined centers are becoming more and more therefore splitting the focus unconsciously now that you're learning this right now, let's say you have three centers undefined in your relationship, you can now consciously look at the themes of those three centers and go on a growth journey as a couple. You can consciously grow in those areas. I have worked with couples with every single configuration that are happy, healthy, grow together, love each other, raise children, the works. Okay. So I don't believe the old, the, what the old schoolers say. <clears throat> that you should just, you know, what is um, five and four out the door? Uh, uh-uh, I don't believe any of that. I believe that when we choose to consciously come into a relationship and we look at our connection chart, it's going to give us such gold and wisdom to where we are specifically designed to grow together. Okay. And this is what I encourage all of you out there to do. Alright, so dump all the silly lingo. Don't think for a second you shouldn't be with someone because you have a, a seven and two or a you know five and four. Like just don't worry about that. But what I want you to understand is it's all about you becoming conscious within the, the relationship of your significant areas of growth. Okay. Now, now we know what centers we need to focus on. What I want you to understand is we then have how the energy comes together okay so if you have your genetic matrix open right now or you're looking at your chart you're going to see down the bottom connection channels we've got the compromise channels so the compromise channels is where one member of the relationship has the full channel and one has half or a gate so for example you might have the 3828 and your partner just has the 28 what that means is the full channel is going to be conditioning the the half or the single gate okay of the the undefined part of the channel so the person with the full channel needs to take responsibility for the expression of the gate that their partner doesn't have because they're amplifying it and reflecting it back at them the person with the undefined gate also needs to take responsibility because they do not need to be drawn into their partner's energy. If it's a great, resourceful, loving, powerful energy, then by all means, get in on it. Um, and even if, it's, even if it's not, if you can consciously use that energy um, for good, then go for it. But be aware that if someone is in your aura a lot with defined energy, they are conditioning you if yours is undefined. The compromise channels you want to be conscious of because you can get drawn into and conditioned by the other easily. However, you can also borrow their energy um, to, to get your energy moving. Okay, so it's it goes both ways. Then we have the dominance channels. The dominance channels is when one member of the relationship has the whole channel, the other has none. Okay, so again, the person with the definition has to take responsibility that they're in the higher expression, otherwise they are literally just being faced with their partner amplifying and reflecting back their low expression. The person without the definition also needs to take responsibility. They need to take responsibility of not identifying with their partner's energy, not taking it personally, creating boundaries um, and... Yeah, learning to allow certain energies to move through them. By all means, if you've got a 3420 in your energy and it's a high expression, sorry, in your relationship and it's a high expression of that um, and you don't have the channel, go for it. Like get on that that puppy. Enjoy the ride. Uh, Just be conscious that it's not yours so you don't have to um, take on board any conditioning. (coughs) Then we have companionship channels and companionship channels are where the both members of the relationship have that channel okay so maybe they both have the 4037 they both express the 4037 in their own unique way so it'll both be the same theme family providing bargains um, you know, emotional wave, but they're going to express it their own way. So the, the reason why they're companion channels is it's kind of like, oh, I see you. I see you, sister. Or I see you, brother. I get you. I get your energy. But you're not affected by their energy because you're you're expressing it your own unique way. And then we have electromagnetics or electromagnetic channels. This is when two gates come together to make a channel. Now some of these gates when they come together are really harmonious and some of them can be challenging. One of the things about electromagnetics is it's like opposites attracting. So in the beginning if you have a lot of electromagnetics they are opposite energies so they can create real fireworks within a relationship early on. However often what can happen is that what once drew you to that person because it was an opposite of what you are, it was like it was different and exciting, becomes annoying. So we have to be conscious with our electromagnetics that the the being in the higher expression of them or if we're expressing the low, learning the lesson, healing the wound so that we can experience the higher expression of them and just being consciously aware of them so we can make choices um, better choices instead of just reacting. All right now what I also just want to touch on is the centers. Now each undefined center is going to have a theme okay so whatever the not self theme is or whatever the high the high expression theme is that's going to be in an undefined center, your area of growth within that relationship. For example, in Justin and my relationship, we have a completely wide open G center. So lovability and direction has been a huge theme of our relationship. Huge. Um, yet we now get to a place where we are, I what I talk about being at a place where we are, you know, like a really experiencing love that i mean i didn't experience up until a few years ago because i was really prepared to be all of me and he was prepared to be all of him so we've had a massive lovability journey um then with your defined centers you can still do not self in those defined centers so make sure especially with the solar plexus you're not I, um, you're not indulging the emotions within the relationship. You're not repressing the emotions within, your rela- within the relationship. Just have a look at each of those, um, those centers, okay? Then um, the last two centers I just want to touch base on is the will center and the G center. Because they are actually the heart chakra and they split out into two, what, in 1840 or something like that, um, what is really important is to understand that these play a large role in the relationship. So if you have two open G-centres, um, the other person needs to feel loved, okay? They need to be loved for who they, – they need to feel like consistent lovability. Otherwise, they're going to be looking elsewhere for love, um, and direction so lovability and direction is something that this couple need to talk about they need to have conversations about they need to um you know be able to experiment and grow in that area if you have defined g-center if two of if you both have a defined g-center then lucky you guys you get to have your full own identity you get to um continue to grow to the highest expression of lovability, you're not affecting the other, they're not, and you're not amplifying and reflecting back the other. So you two get to create your own lovability within the relationship. But if you have one of one, the defined G center is going to be almost setting the identity and direction of the relationship. And they need to be loved for who they are. The undefined G center is going to be reflecting amplifying and reflecting back lovability um it's going to be amplifying um and reflecting back um any unlovability any shadow anything that's in there that isn't serving you so isn't serving you The next part is if you're undefined in the G with someone with a defined G, you have to be really aware of your own identity because you will morph to their identity relatively easily because your identity will want to shift and change. Your brand, if you like, you'll see someone and go, oh, I want to dress like that or I want to be like that or I want to do that or I want to go there. There's going to be a lot more fluidity. So understanding that um, you have to keep your own identity even if it's a more fluid identity make sure you don't lose yourself in that relationship then we want to talk about the will center or the heart center this is the place of significance self-worth value this is a place where if you have two in one relationship then sweet there the, I think the biggest challenge with you two is going to be is a clear up clean up your shadow make sure that you're in your good in your high self-worth Um, B, be aware that both of you are going to be very determined and you're going to want to go in your own direction and do your own thing. So make sure that you have good conversation about that, that you come to compromise um, because the will centre will often not want to compromise. So that's an important part. If you have both undefined will centres, really important to work on self-worth for that, for your relationship. Um, make sure you keep promises to yourself. Remember, whether it's an undefined G-Center or it's an undefined Will Center, you both know what it feels like to feel unworthy or unloved. Um, so hold space for the other one to feel loved and worthy. Really invest that energy in supporting the other um, because through that process you'll be supporting yourself because what we give, we receive. Then if we have one of each, so a defined and an undefined Will Center, then very similar the defined is going to have to learn to compromise the undefined is going to be amplifying and reflecting back self-worth so this communication within this relationship is really important it's also if you have a will center in a relationship please be aware that you with an undefined will center are piggybacking off that energy And a will centre, a person with a defined will centre needs time out. They need to rest and recover that energy. So if you're riding off their energy and they're pooped and they need time out, you really need to honour that. You have to give them that space. Um, And a defined will centre wants to be valued for providing for the work that they do. An undefined will centre really needs to feel worthy, loved and like they matter Um, so please hold space for each other as best you can. So that is my quick overview, everything that you need to go and have a look at your connection charts, whether it's with your partner, your kids, your friends. It's going to give you a lot of insight into how to support each other in relationship. Okay, that's it. Thanks everyone for joining me today. And I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.